0: Now, Fight Back with Libby Nimer on Zoomer Radio brings you prescribed listening from our trusted contributors at the Ontario Pharmacists Association. Here don't, is your guest host, Jane Brown.
1: Don't be embarrassed. We all are going through it or have been through it or will be going through it. 416 360 0740. Toll free 1 740 4740. You know about the symptoms if you're going through it or have been through it hot flashes, fatigue, memory loss, sleep disturbances, anxiety, mood swings. Aren't we lucky? just some of the symptoms that women may experience during and leading up to menopause. Now, managing symptoms can involve hormone therapy, prescription and over-the-counter medication and your pharmacist can play an important role in helping you understand your treatment options and selecting the solution that's right for you. We welcome to the studio Jaspreet Dollywell of the Ontario Pharmacists Association. Thank you. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. And she will be here for the half hour to answer your questions. So again, the numbers are 416-360-0740. Toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Jaspreet, let's Let's first talk about the various definitions, there's perimenopause, menopause, postmenopause.
2: Yeah, Uh, it can can get confusing. So menopause is actually, if you think about it, a point in time. It's that point in time where you haven't had a period for about 12 months. And you, you wouldn't know, obviously it would be after you have reached that point that you know, okay, I have now reached menopause. Prior to that, when we our body starts changing and menstrual cycle starts changing and we start getting symptoms of um, of menopause, that's called the perimenopausal period. That usually starts in the early forties for most women. This is the thing with menopause. There's no rhyme or reason, or just <laughs> a lot of it is based on. Actually, they say the best way to figure out how if you're going when you're going to get menopause is ask your mom.
1: Well, exactly, yeah. because it runs in the family. Yeah, it's, it's genetic. Exactly, yes, yeah. so. Typically, if your mom went through menopause early or right on the average or late, that may be an indicator for you. Exactly.
2: So ask your mom when they had it, and then that's probably what you're going to see as well. So in my case, my mom was early. So, (laughs) Um, Yeah, so perimenopause is that entire period where you start seeing the irregularities up to the point that you actually have no more, like the 12 periods or you haven't had a period for 12 months, and then you hit menopause, meaning it's a point in time I have now not had a period for 12 months. Post-menopause is then after that.
1: Now, what if you're on the birth control pill? How would you know? Because your period would continue. So how do you know if you are safe to go off the pill if you're trying to make sure that you don't get pregnant uh, as you approach those menopause years. There are blood tests, right?
2: There are. there. So there are blood tests. There are uh, saliva tests and all this kind of stuff. Usually they're not necessary to do um, in terms of when you're taking birth control. Um, and so you would be using it to uh, regulate your cycles and whatnot, um, which is – so typically we use birth control to either to to protect against pregnancy. Uh, We use it also just to control cycles. So depending on what you're using it for, you you would also still see some of the symptoms possibly related, right, with the menopausal stuff. So hot hot flashes. Uh, I guess there's no, if you are taking the medication to treat menopause, which is Um, It's not necessarily birth control. There's other pills, right? And Um, and we'll uh, talk about that. There's other pills, yeah. Uh, You will still probably get those symptoms while you're trying to control your period. It's not just uh, irregular menstrual cycles that are associated with this perimenopausal period. It's also hot flashes, uh, mood swings, night flashes. Profuse all, sweating. Yeah, all now, that kind of stuff. You can so, get
1: those symptoms while you are on the birth control pill if you are in your menopausal years or premenopausal years.
2: Yeah, so the treatment for um, the, the what the birth control pills do is they control the cycle. So they're very effective at decreasing the pain and stuff associated with the irregular cycles that we're going to get. Uh, so, But when it comes to actual hot flashes and stuff, the treatment is actually... The, The estrogen Mm -hmm. um, the other estrogen uh, formulations and also there is specific ones that are like you have Chimera and you have other combination pills that are specific for when, when you're older
1: Okay, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. We're talking primarily today about menopause and uh, leading up to menopause and post-menopause today on Fight Back. But if you have any questions for our pharmacist, you're welcome to come in. And and think about whether you've spoken to your pharmacist about menopause. Uh, Is it a conversation you've had? How did that go? What questions did you have for them? Those are questions you can ask today of Jaspreet Dollywall, our trusted contributor at the Ontario Pharmacists Association. And we also want to know what you've tried, what your pharmacist has recommended, whether it worked, it didn't work. If you've spoken with your doctor about symptoms of menopause and whether those worked or Mm -hmm. didn't work. So again, 416-360-0740, toll free 1-866-740-4740. I guess what's important to know is, when you're having some of these symptoms, do you always need to go to medication, or is it something you can just endure and get through naturally?
2: So every woman is completely different, and so every every time we see a patient, it's a very customized approach based on which symptoms they're having. So, and I think we didn't go through all the symptoms, mm-hmm. but mood changes, there's also changes, like vaginal dryness, and, um, Urinary incontinence and all these kinds of things. So these are these are those symptoms. We would need to. Those are basically if the patient wants treatment. It's really affecting their quality of life. Is the question. Is when we would really want to look at using medications. Non-pharmacological things, like so non-medicinal things that you can think of are exercising. Exercising has been shown to decrease the number of hot flashes a woman can get, but it's not obviously not as effective as hormone replacement therapy, but it still would benefit you all around. Uh, dietary changes as well um, have been shown to help actually with vaginal dryness. They, they actually say increasing your sexual activity actually helps with that as well. So those are some of the non-pharmacological things. But typically we find that women who have, unfortunately, really bad hot flashes, they will use some form of hormone replacement therapy. And I'd like to put that
1: out to you as well if you're listening. And you've been through menopause and you had a successful course of treatment. Maybe you, you can call in to pass along your knowledge as well because... This is a little bit like a support group here. Yeah. If, you, <laughs> yeah. if you're listening and, and you have some guidance to pass along or something that worked for you, we certainly appreciate your input. 416 toll-free 1-866-744-740. And we'd like to hear from the men in the audience as well because when a woman is going through menopause <laughs> and she has a male partner, right. a husband, partner, boyfriend, uh, he's also going through it with her. And um, it's, it's an experience that... That a couple shares, so you're working through it together. So you may have questions for our pharmacist if you're <laughs> a gentleman in the audience, and we welcome your calls as well. Let's talk about um, so some of the treatments specific to the symptoms.
2: Right. Okay. So, uh, like I said, most so uh, with. Uh, menopause, basically we're looking at hot flashes, vaginal dryness, those are the most common types of problems. So when you hit menopause or even in perimenopause before menopause, certain things start happening and those are lead to other conditions in the body. So there's symptoms that you have and then there's conditions that can happen. So one of the things is osteoporosis happens because you start losing bone density much quicker right and then also your risk for your cardiovascular health declines as well so those are two of the conditions that come out of this phase in your life then the symptoms so we treat those so when we think of like treatment it's like okay we need to treat osteoporosis we need to make sure their heart health is good but then okay then we'll look at heart, hrt hormone replacement therapies for those hot flashes vaginal dryness all that kind of stuff so if you are experiencing um hot flashes, then you can use um, hormone replacement therapy, which includes estrogen and or progesterone. So they use the progesterone typically if, when you have ovaries. If you've had a hysterectomy, then they wouldn't be giving you progesterone. You use estrogen in that case. And they say use the patches as much as possible because uh, they have less uh, of a side effect profile on your cholesterol levels. Then there's also some off label indications for some antidepressants that are used to help with hot flashes as well. Um, certainly, the evidence isn't there as it is with hormone replacement therapy, but there are subsets of the population that cannot take hormone replacement therapy. Well, and
1: there's been a lot of controversy around hormone replacement therapy, but uh, most recently a story I had in the news was of research that shows it's completely safe uh, to use uh, hormone replacement therapy, at least temporarily.
2: Yeah. So what they found uh, in the study was that it doesn't shorten your lifespan. So if you're looking at outcomes and you know will how will this drug impact me in the end uh, so their primary outcome was just looking at how did it shorten their life and they found that actually no it did not shorten your life Um, this is very different from the research was that was presented previous to us so and but in that there is still a risk for breast cancer and cervical cancer so it doesn't shorten your life, but you still are risk for these conditions. A
1: higher risk than if you weren't taking it. Yeah. But
2: okay. then if you think about the risk, so for somebody who, for breast cancer, you, for every thousand patients, one extra patient would get breast cancer from using hormone replacement therapy. So it's, right?
1: it's incremental. It's
2: very, it's, 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 it's. it's there's a risk, but it's a small risk, it's right? It's a small
1: elevated yeah. risk. Yeah. yeah, And
2: so you would have to evaluate your, weather, your lifestyle. Like, you, are you okay with having hot flashes and night sweats? Mm-hmm. Or are you okay with the possible increased risk of having breast cancer? And that's not... It's,
1: right, it's all quality of right. life, exactly. right? Or, you know, if you, have, um, if you have a good sexual relationship with your partner, vaginal dryness could be an issue. But if you're not as sexually active... Then maybe that's not something that would bother you,
2: right? Yeah, it's all—it's all that's why all the approaches to treatment with. HRT or in um, menopausal women in general, perimenopausal, postmenopausal, it all varies. Speci- it's very, very specific. I certainly know of pharmacies where there are experts on um, hormone replacement therapy and menopause, and they do two-hour-long consultations with patients going through their symptoms and truly opt- and truly trying to optimize which medications they need um, to treat them.
1: Wonderful. Well, yeah. the
2: calls are coming in as I expected they would. We're
1: speaking with Jaspreet Dollywall of our trusted contributors at the Ontario Pharmacists Association and we'll go to the phones. Let me give you the numbers one more time. 416-360-0740. Toll-free, 740 4740 Primarily our discussion today about menopause, but any questions for our ph- pharmacists are welcome. Let's go to Maureen and Barry. Hi, Maureen. You're with Jane and Jaspreet here on Zoomer Radio.
3: How are you, Dean? Good, thanks. Go ahead. Good. Well, I just wanted to make a comment. I got
4: my, I went through menopause in my early 50s. Mm-hmm. I never had any
2: symptoms at all. It's lucky you. <laughs> nothing at all. Wow. Yeah, lucky you. <laughs> just one, it stopped. It just stopped. Your, your cycles just stopped. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. That, I mean, they, they're is definite Is that... that
1: yeah, I guess the question, yeah, uh, no. is that common? Was more, Is Maureen, is that an unusual situation? It's
2: not unusual. There certainly are women who say they didn't see any difference. Um, oh, they they went through the transition on their period stopped, and we didn't see any changes at all. So, God oh, bless you, Lucky You. I, yeah, I hear everybody talking about all the stuff they go into, and I'm like, something must be wrong with me. No, yeah. no, no. You're you're one of the lucky ones. That's, oh, that's okay, it. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Maureen. Thanks for, <laughs> Thank sh- you. thanks for sharing day, your experience. Hi, you too. You too.
1: Hi. Let's go to Joan in Oshawa. Hi, Joan. You're up next on Fight Back.
4: Hi, Jane. Uh, and say hi to your guests. Yes, Jasper. Um, hi. Yes. Um, I was on uh, Primarin. And then um, afterward, uh, uh, there was a lady that I knew from Jamaica, and she gave me uh, an alternative, and it's called Semaherb. Okay. And it really worked. It was even better than the Premarin.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay.
4: So I took that for the the rest of my time. Actually, they had me on the Premarin for, for too long. I believe it's 10 years, isn't it? The maximum.
2: Uh, so they say five years. That but, uh, yeah, well, they had you- me
4: on for twenty. Oh, yeah, wow.
2: yeah, but there's certainly women who use it for longer. But yeah, the fi- it's a five year benchmark. But there, if you have symptoms, I mean, that's the thing. You just want to improve the patient's quality. Well, of life. talk yeah. about these drugs that Joan is yeah, on. Yeah, so we then. can talk about the natural products, mm-hmm. and I would love to sit here and say that we've found because um, we're all evidence based, right? So I would love to say that they, we have found natural remedies that actually fix these problems and help with night sweats and whatnot. It, there hasn't been any conclusive evidence on any of the natural products that are out there. So that includes black cohosh. And, uh, I, and I know everyone's gonna who's listening is going to call in to say that it worked on me. And I think anecdotally, that's completely fine because I think a lot of people do get benefits anecdotally. The only problem is that when you're looking at it from an evidence point of view, there's not enough. There's been multiple studies done that have very conflicting evidence to show that these Medications benefit you, uh, J- Joan. How? What symptoms did did they
1: help with for you, though? Well, they,
4: they helped with the
1: fatigue. Yeah, right. and they also helped with
4: the um, uh, the uh, perspiration, the sweating. Okay. Right, and um, they helped with the. Um, uh, I had more. I had more energy. Uh, I didn't have. Um, um, how would you call it? The the sweating. Uh, disappeared with the same herb totally okay so it uh, it worked very well and okay. um it, it's made in Canada here i believe they're in bc now it's called um uh uh,
2: oh boy, uh, well, I just Wild Rose. That's Wild, the name of it. Okay, Wild so Rose. The one comment I want to add is that, you know, natural products are drugs as well, right? So mm-hmm. make sure that if you are taking it, um, make sure you talk to your pharmacist and let them know what you're taking, which medications you're taking. So hopefully your pharmacist has that in the profile that you're taking this medication as well, as well as your physician. They yep, should know well, that you... do that okay.
4: with, with, uh, with everything now anyway. Yeah, you're right. yeah, yeah. Okay, so, great, you know, Joan. But uh, all I can say is it, it really worked f- for me. That's and, great. Thank uh, you for calling in. I had in. more energy. Um, uh, even my, my mood swings um, <laughs> were improved. They disappeared.
1: Wonderful. Okay. Okay, great news, Joan. Thanks for calling. Now, you're very welcome, Jane. You
4: have a wonderful rest of the week. You too. And, and your, your guests there, too. Oh, thank too. you. Thank That's you so sweet
2: much. of you. Thank you. bye
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to 1. Fight back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown.
1: We're talking about menopause, symptoms of menopause, and treatments with our trusted contributor at the Ontario Pharmacists Association, Jaspreet Dollywall. The lines are jammed. Gail in Mississauga, go ahead. You're next. Oh, hi there.
2: Hi. Hi. Go ahead. What's your
5: question? I'm wondering, what is the youngest uh, woman that you've had show up with um, we, I, menopause?
2: I think they say that as young as 30.
5: Okay, 30 I think is my like... daughter beats everybody. Oh, really? Um,
2: yeah, I started,
5: and it was confirmed through blood work, um, full-blown menopause at um, 38. Okay. Um, had a hysterectomy years before that.
2: Yeah.
5: My daughter is 34, and she hasn't had a period in over six years.
2: Wow, so they, they, the term for that is premature, Menopause and it certainly happens. Uh, There's like I said, there's no rhyme or reason. Sometimes it's related to genetics, whatnot. I'm guessing for you, there was nothing really wrong. That's just how it happened. That's just how it evolved. Yeah, yeah. So there's definitely evidence to show that it goes. It can start very early on. In the case
1: of somebody that young, is there anything you can do to bring it back?
2: To bring back your Your period period? when
1: you're 30 years
2: old? Well, the thing is that your ovaries have kind of stopped. She Producing, it. yeah, they, yeah. So, the, the and the concern with when you get when you start very young is that you have now lost that protection of the estrogen. Um, and for osteoporosis, that, exactly for and that. She has back
5: issues and little oh, wow. blown osteoporosis in the back, and mm-hmm. uh, it's just been a medical mess.
2: Yeah, so they really need to be monitored very, very closely. But it sounds like you guys are being monitored very, very closely because kind they, of. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, okay, okay, Gail, well,
1: what what kind of treatments have been recommended for actually none yeah
2: and jazbury what would you say experiencing symptoms oh yeah like she oh so then she should definitely speak to her pharmacist or the doctor about that yes definitely um because i know
5: that yeah um i was on some hrt's for uh, a few different bouts with um esterase yeah and i know it's a plant-based one and it's probably one of the safest ones but for some reason uh gynecologist doesn't
2: seem to want to do that okay well so the the best the ideal candidates for HRT are people that are less than 60 Uh, and then somebody who hasn't had so within the last 10 years uh, so 10 years after your last period that's like the prime time to be taking HRT Um, so yeah I I would have that discussion again Uh, there there are some contraindications to using hrt for example if you if you have a higher cardiovascular risk profile so maybe that might be a concern in your daughter because she stopped so early that that estrogen protection that she would have had um, would lead to more cardiovascular problems and that's one of the things to be concerned about when you aren't you are taking hrt thank All you right. gail thanks for calling thank
1: in have a great day you, you too can. let's go to sharon and markham
2: hi sharon you're on zoomer
1: Radio.
5: Yes, hi, my name is Sharon. I'm 47 years old, and um, I um, am menopausal. I've been having um, joint pains and uh, weight gain. Is there any recommendation or suggestion of anything I can use?
2: So the... So the HRT doesn't really the hormone replacement ter- therapy doesn't really impact the uh, pain the, the weight gain or anything like that uh, definitely but like I said before there's non pharmacological things you can do that are not like not related to medicine which not only help with those symptoms that you're experiencing but even symptoms that you could experience such as hot flashes and whatnot and that's the exercise you're changing your diet and whatnot
5: so is joint pain common with um Uh, premenopausal symptoms.
2: Uh, joint pain could be it could be related to a lot of things and this is something I actually did want to talk about as well that uh, so some a lot of these symptoms we kind of just also always associate with menopause and we're like it's just because I'm getting older it's menopause for example sleep disturbances and a a lot of times there's something else that might be going on which we never get evaluated so I would say that if you if you have these concerns because even weight gain itself it it, it could be related to menopause it could be related to something else so you want to make sure that you're speaking to to your physicians, your pharmacists, about what could possibly really be going on. Do some blood work on whether or not, you know, the um, the, do some blood work and make sure everything's okay, not necessarily on your hormones, but just to make sure everything's okay. Um, And and that way you have a clearer picture and just don't start taking medications for menopause when they're not necessary. And certainly we find that with sleep all the time that uh, women are actually suffering from anxiety or depression and they're just saying that it's... uh, they're being told that it's just menopause. Thank you very much. Sharon, Mm -hmm. thanks for calling in.
1: Let's go to Helen in Ajax. Hi Helen, you're on with our trusted contributor at the Ontario Pharmacists Association.
3: Hello, thank you for taking my question. Um, How long is menopause supposed to last? I was told a year, three, five, it's been 19 years, and I still get hot flashes.
1: Yeah. Is that your primary symptom, Helen, or do you get others as well?
3: Oh, I have I have joint pain and uh, weight gain, and you name it, I have it. And how
1: old are you now?
2: I'm uh, 69 now. Well, oh, wow. Well, it's an awfully long time to be getting hot flashes, and they say that typically hot flashes and whatnot will last for up to two to three years. Um. Uh, up to five years, even some people. There's 15 percent of the population where it's much longer than that, then they continue to experience them. And there's,
3: oh, sorry, yeah. go ahead.
2: No, and they're so erratic sometimes, in that you can't even. Some women will have one hot flash a year yeah. so, and not have any. Yeah. Other so, types are you taking any medication,
3: Helen? No, because I um, I was bothered uh, earlier in my life with um, with. Uh, uh, benign cysts in my breast
1: okay, okay. and
3: so I, I opted not to take the h r t and uh, you know that that 's fine i just I just wondered how long this lasts. Would it have anything to do with
2: the fact that i 'm only working with half a pituitary gland um, that I would not be a hundred percent I know the 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 hot flashes and whatnot all kind of starts with the hypothalamus not understanding what your body is doing. It thinks the body is too hot or whatever, and that's what leads to the actual hot flash. Uh, My understanding is that they really don't know 100% why -hmm. people get hot flashes and why other people do. Mm -hmm. But it seems to be a combination of hormonal changes and some biochemical fluctuations in the body.
3: And how about the hair on the, on the face? We're not just talking like one or two chin hairs here. You know, I, I seem to have a fuzz. Oh, okay. You know, like, well, thankfully it's a blonde fuzz. Right, but right. That's, that's a
1: change in the is, hormones too. Yeah, that's, too. A, yeah, that's in a
2: hormonal change Okay, as well.
1: Helen. Are, and you've talked to your doctor, obviously, on and off over the oh, years. Oh, yes, yes. Yes.
2: That's awful. feel bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Thank you for calling I'll in. You. Thank you so much. That's all the time we have today for our questions, for our... Uh, pharmacist from the Ontario Pharmacists Association, Jaspreet Dolly. Well, we have more calls yeah, the, people want sorry. to call in, but save them for next week okay. because even if the topic is different next Thursday, which it will be, you're welcome to call in and ask your questions about menopause. And of course, uh, you can go to your neighborhood pharmacist and, and your doctor and ask the same questions as well.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one.